the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's not just Monday. Oh my! No, it is the Monday, babies. It is the start of a new year. Is it a new year, a new you? Well, it's about to be a new year and a new GOP, whether they like it or not. And it better be one that's reflective of of, uh, the man who's in charge of the GOP, and that is President Trump. But we have a monumental, I think, I don't think it's an overstatement to say that this is the most important week in American history as we go forward. Because literally what this comes down to this week is whether we're at the fork in the road. Are we going to uh, be continue on the path of American greatness, a constitutional republic that was based on individual liberty, individual freedom, individual accountability? Or are we going to go down the path of Venezuela, of Cuba, of every other Marxist, communist, socialist, pick your ist scheme, one of which a centralized system of power has complete control over your life and every aspect of your life. That's really what's going down. That's literally what's at stake. It starts tomorrow in Georgia and then it goes all the way to D.C. I don't know if my man, President Trump, has spoken tonight at the rally happening in, in Georgia tonight. He continues to fight for this country and we need to continue to fight for him. I said the night before the election that the fight for this country, the fight for our freedoms, needs to continue and has to continue even harder even with a president trump re-election it's got to continue and it's going to be with me i'm going to continue every night here at 6 p.m pacific time here on the answer san diego and you guys are with me and you have been from the start many of you are longtime andrew Casha listeners some of you new and i uh to the show and i thank you uh for 2020 i thank you for being here tonight and i thank you for joining me in the fight follow me on twitter at andrea k show on parlor at andrea k we are streaming live right now on the answer san diego uh facebook page as well as our private group caniacs the number for you want to call in is 888-344-1170 or you happen to be in dc I would love to hear from you. If you're not in D.C., I would still want to hear from you. Are you optimistic about what the direction this is going this week? Our friend Kaz Taylor, who's a fellow broadcaster here on The Answer and at Salem Media, he's actually in D.C. tonight. He's actually listening to some speakers at, at an event tonight. And he's going to call in, hopefully with some man on the street, some other people there with him. Because I want to hear from people who are there. I want to hear from, I hope that Kaz is going to find us some average Joes that are going to be willing to come on the air and tell us what it's like to be there right now. Why are they there? 
How optimistic are they? How are they feeling about this going down? Some people more optimistic than others. And I'd like to hear from you. 888-344-1170. And I like to have this man. I like hearing from him every night as we roll into another year. It's my man, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard, only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. That's what it is all about. That's why you and I fight every night, Andrea. And I have to tell you, I heard Sebastian Gorka on his radio show today say that for anybody to say, had they know how this is going to turn out, I agree with him. There is no... No way you can predict this. We are at a crossroads, and I firmly believe in one way or the other, Wednesday will be a rebirth of America. Now, what form that takes place, that depends on what outcome we get. Absolutely. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about Georgia, um, because that's that's the first battle that's happening this week, and it's tomorrow, that the senatorial majority is in the balance, as you guys know, down in Georgia. The The voting has been taking place for quite some time. Every mechanism of fraud is is still in place. So the push today was turnout, turnout, turnout. We've got to get a big enough turnout to overcome the fraud. That's what the Republican Party has been telling us now for decades. And that was what they were telling us going into November 3rd, right? Turnout, turnout, turnout. Well, you know what? We turned out in record numbers. And so what they did was stop the vote in the middle of the night at seven, six to seven uh, contested states so that they could try to overcome the difference of a President Trump landslide and fill it with Joe Biden. Okay, so they already know what the what the numbers are going to need to look like. And they're prepared to do the same thing. I don't think that I think that there is a possibility um, that the exposure of what's gone on with the fraud down there might make it less po- possible for them to steal it. Um, but there, but uh, if there's any way that they can get away with it, they absolutely will. Well, right? the reason why they did all the, the vote stopping, Andrea, in the middle of the night last time is because Trump was making record numbers. He was going to demolish Joe Biden. And so that's why all the voting in the middle of the night stopped. I don't think they would do that this time around because they know we caught him last time. If you see like votes stop being counted in the middle of the night, oh, it's on. Well, they've got a different means. One of the ways that, you know, they don't have to necessarily do that. You know, they can adjust. It's kind of like, you know, they're not, the terrorists aren't using box cutters anymore. So, I mean, if there is, they've got these absentee ballots. They've got the voter rolls that they've refused. Stacey Abrams' sister is the judge who should have recused herself, but instead she issued a ruling that refused to allow the voter rolls to be purged to keep dead people from voting. Graham Sterling, who came out today and, and lectured at President Trump and badmouth Trump and anybody who's not believing in the results, his own home was used. His own home address was used to commit election fraud. OK, so speaking of Georgia, the breaking news really over over the weekend was that uh, President Trump in a settlement conference had a had a phone call with Raffensperger, secretary of state there, who, according to him today, he didn't record it, um, but he basically admitted without coming completely out with it, that he did participate in the release of the audio tape of the phone call. Of course, they only released the first few minutes uh, of a selected four minutes of a very long phone call, of course, the night before the election so that they can try to have, try to suppress the vote. This is a Republican 
who participated in the recording of a private conversation with the president of the United States and then leaked it to the Washington Post in order to suppress the vote today. This is electioneering. How he has not already been investigated, not not already been arrested is absolutely beyond me. I have family in Georgia that said to me today, yes, we already voted in early votes, but we know that we might as well have voted Democrat because that's really who the Republican Party are. And they are ready to throw Trump aside. They're, they don't give a crap about whether or not Leffler and Purdue. they're happy if Ossoff, the communist, gets in. They don't care whether or not Warnock is a child-abusing, wife-abusing quackpot. They don't care. In part because the real audio recording of Raffensperger was put out by National File, and it's actually recordings of Raffensperger courting the Chinese communist vote. And actually, um, this was Kyle Becker uh, retweeted this. And um, you can hear there's a few different leaks in this national file and uh, links that you can listen to. And which Raffensperger says to Chinese Americans as at, at, at a group that has to do with the Chinese Communist Party that we only need, he says, we only need 100 Chinese votes this time to determine the outcome of the election. And if you can't vote in person on the day, uh, I can apply for, I, he says, can apply for an absentee ballot for you. This is Raffensperger. This is who this Republican is who participated in the recording of a phone call with the President of the United States. And let's be clear, Kamala Harris, who, by the way, got busted today with plagiarizing MLK. It's another story. Let's be clear. What President Trump said in this phone call was I won by over 100,000 votes. I ain't asking you to do much, little tiny Chinese Communist Party plant. All I'm asking you to do is, you know, grab about 11,000 votes, which is what you have Joe Biden winning by. And, you know, just pull about 11,000 votes from my victory to put me over the hump. In other words, all you've got to do to settle this is correct the numbers. You don't even have to put. You don't even have to put all of them on my all of them in my column. The ones that I won, just eleven thousand, and then you can make me the rightful winner of Georgia. You tell me what was wrong with that phone call. Absolutely nothing. Well, finally, Leffler, by the way, she come she comes out tonight and finally issues a statement the night before the election that she's planning to contest the electoral uh, votes tomorrow. Although she didn't really get into specifics, and that's important, let me tell you why. Because over the weekend, there was a lot of reports going around about set, uh, Ted Cruz and 10 other senators that have joined Josh Hawley in contesting the electoral votes. It's a little sleight of hand there because there's an actual very specific procedure that has to take place. And I said this over the weekend. I said, Senator Cruz is playing a little game here, a little smoke and mirrors game. And this is, as we've talked about so many times, potato skins, you know, like Tuberville. He was the one who said he supposedly he was getting all these pats on the back. And it's like, you listen to what he actually said. He didn't promise he was going to contest anything and he still hasn't. So Cruz comes out and and everybody's all excited that Ted Cruz says that he's going to contest the votes. Couple things. First of all, you have to actually specifically contest a specific state. We have one senator right now who's actually contested and, and declared that he's going to contest anything, and that's Josh Hawley, who has contested Pennsylvania. There has to be one senator specifically contesting the state in question, and Ted Cruz didn't do it. 
Neither did the other nine. And neither did Leffler. They're using weasel speak. In fact, Ted Cruz went on to say that what he want, he will, that if unless he that he will contest unless he gets a commission, a 10 day study. We don't need any commissions. What do you think these hearings have been about? How many how many what would a commission of what? Led by who? Christopher Ray? Bill Barr? Who's going to lead this commission, Ted Cruz? Somebody already in the tank for Kamala Harris? Oh, you're going to pull Jeb Bush in? To, to lead this commission, this is insane. We already have all the evidence. Stop using weasel speak. Stop pretending that you're fighting for us when you're only fighting for yourself. I predict a lot of theater that's going to take place on Wednesday. A whole lot of theater. A lot of which is going to take place behind closed doors. Now, you're, you're right. Nobody can say for certain, but my analysis is, and I said this on my last New Year's Eve show, there's going to be arguments. There's going to be debates. This is all according to the Constitution. Don't let a Democrat tell you that, the, that any of this is subverted. Don't let Tom Cotton fool you and make you think that any of this is subversion of the Constitution. This has been done four times in our history. And in fact, recently, it actually happened in 2016. It actually happened in 2000. It actually happened in 2004, where Democrats actually specifically pull, uh, did uh, contest the electoral votes at the point in which the envelope was opened and they argued for a couple hours and you know what the electoral votes ended up being certified and that's what i think is going to happen here we're going to take a break we come back hopefully our buddy uh, kaz taylor will be calling in from dc we can hear what's ha- what's happening back there get his perspective i think he's i think kaz is my i hear kaz might be disagreeing with me i think kaz is might call it a different way come wednesday we'll have to see so you stick around because he's actually on the ground there and he's our boots on the ground to report to us what's happening in dc Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. While I think 100,000 people or so are at a rally in Georgia tonight, leading into the the crucial elections tomorrow in Georgia. Actually, the election's been taking place for a while. The in-person voting is tomorrow. And this, is, of course, is the Leffler and Purdue races. There's upwards of supposedly like a million people in D.C. rallying between now and Wednesday in preparation for Wednesday in what is going to be an absolutely monumental day at Congress. And joining me now to give us the sights and sounds of what's going down in D.C. is our man, Kaz Taylor. He's a fellow broadcaster on Salem Media Group, and in particular right here, and our very own AM 1170, The Answer, and K-Praise. And he joins me now from D.C. Hello, Kaz. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm glad to have you call in. You sound safe since I talked to you this yeah, afternoon because I heard that uh, the National Guard was brought in to stop you, you know, um, scary, you know, Trump supporters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So hopefully y'all hadn't been bashing in anybody's heads, Cass. No, no, no. Safe and fired up is what we are here. You know, you, you I heard you uh, earlier on identify a projected crowd of being possibly up to a million. The statistics I'm getting, and you know, these are just statistics, you know, when people click pictures and they send them back after the fact, you'll be able to do a better head count. But the, the, the uh, prognostication or the assessment right now is somewhere between a million and 2.5. I mean, that's a lot of people. Wow. 
It is. A lot of people. And, you know, let me, Andrew, thank you so much for identifying the two different uh, components in the Salem Media Group in San Diego. The conservative talk, which is where you hang out, and I hang out in the the faith-based talk. If I may kind of uh, uh, take a moment here to embellish the other side of these talk show broadcasts, uh, the faith-based side, which is on the K-Praise side, there are million or millions of, of, of believers in Judeo-Christian values that are here in Washington, D.C. right now. And while they are not looking for a fight, they're looking to defend the Constitution and the uh, very uh, the very nation for which many, many have died. So it's remarkable. I, in a moment, I'll share with you some of the things that are going on. Well, before uh, you do, I want to interject, Cass. Before you do, I want to interject, and I'm grateful that so many Christians are there and are participating because not enough do we and we have trouble getting enough and i talk about this all the time on my show i'm on the news talk side but i'm a christian and you i can't separate my my faith from who i am and from my political views in part yes. because this country is a conservative we were founded on judeo-christian principles and values and the democrats and the quote, quote progressives literally the communists in this country <laughs> have been seeking to replace god with state and that's been the long game that they've been playing and a lot of christians are waking up to it and saying enough is enough you've been exploiting the left has been exploiting this coronavirus and, and exploiting everything that they can to replace god with state to deny us our yeah. religious freedoms and our it's why you can go to a strip club in san diego but you couldn't go to a church so i'm glad you all are there thank you for calling in and representing them so sure. what are you hearing there well first of all let me be blatantly honest with you many many people uh, proclaim christianity and christ but the difference between Christianity and just conservative talk is Christianity carries with it a solution that is not bound in the ability and the government of man. Yes. So many of the people that are here are actually looking past, you know, all the this pathway to success or this pathway to success. From our Christian perspective, the pathway to success is embra- embracing the creator of the universe. And we embrace that through the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Plain and simply, the Bible is full of miracles. You know, in, in our prognostication, we don't include miracles as part of the equation. Many of the people that are here, they say the miracle is not only a portion of the solution, it is the solution. And uh, while, you know, we can say, oh, there's not enough votes in this, or you've got this many Senate, uh, um, senators saying this, or this many uh, congressmen or women saying this or not saying this, the bottom line is God is in control. And what needs to happen in you're going to see in in Washington, D.C. on the 5th tomorrow and on the 6th as well and beyond, you're going to see a proclamation of faith that supersedes human capabilities and you're going to be amazed to see some things like when Israel became a nation in the Six-Day War, there's no way that they could have won that war. And in many people's points of view, there's no way that uh, godliness and Judeo-Christian values can win this war but God. But God. And so if you're a Christian and you're, you're not including God in the, the equation, you need to rethink 
your strategy and embrace his strategy. Right. Well, I one of the, and one of the things that I have a few dates here for you too. Well, hang on, just saying. One of the things that I that I talk about as a Christian is that yeah, of course the Lord is in control, um, and whether or not the Lord wants to step in here and save us from ourselves is is really a question here, um, because <laughs> you know we don't get up we don't get up every day and say okay I'm going to sit here and pray and give it to the Lord to generate an income. We got to get out and work right, and oh, you know and, and as Christians and as Christians and conservatives we have not been doing enough. You know we can't just sit That's back right. and we haven't been fighting. We haven't been been you know our the extent of our fight is to show up and vote. And half the time Christians don't do that. We're certainly not running for school board. We're not running for city council. We're not showing up and, and complaining and fighting. We're we're not fighting the way that we should. And but however, right. I think that going into 2021 and the two million people there or however many there are saying, you know what, we're ready to fight. And whatever happens right. on Wednesday, Kaz Taylor, the fight must continue <laughs> because they're going to continue to fight against us no matter what happens Wednesday. Yes, that's right. That's right. You appreciate it, Andrea Kay. I appreciate Thank that. You, the, the truth, uh, the, the truth of the matter is, God is God, and God is in control. And this is one nation under God, uh, whom we believe in. Throughout the Constitution, there's references to that. Mm-hmm. We're making now God's kids are making a stand, and we're entrusting Him to make a stand as well, so we can stand together. And not, you know, the, the Constitution is delightful and wonderful, but a Constitution that is not blessed by God. Will ultimately end in failure. So, so what are you hearing? Exactly right. right. Uh, excuse me for rushing and interrupting because we're, we're going to have to go in a minute. But what are you hearing there from other people on the ground? Why are they there? What are they? Uh, is this just like with Christians? A bunch of a prayer chain? A bunch of people no, walking no, no. in? Well, What's yes going no. on? There, people are resolute, and there's some, a handful of different functions going on. For example, tomorrow uh, on the 5th, there is a candlelight prayer vigil in Washington, D.C. for Vice President Pence. People are interceding on his behalf. That's actually happening um, That's happening at the U.S. Naval Observatory, and that's from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. on tomorrow the 5th and then you go to the 6th and these are people that you know they'll they'll spend me time but they'll also spend time proclaiming and speaking God's truth so that you know when we we kind of speak the truth and it gives God the the uh, open door to send his angelic powers and do supernatural things. Now, many of you that are listening to this because you're a conservative uh, talk show, uh, you, you go, well, that, that's not really what we care about. God cares about America more than you care about America, my friends. And you watch and see what happens. The next thing that's going on, and I, I'm going to rush through because I want to be sensitive to your time, on uh, January 5th at 12 noon uh, around the Supreme Court, there's what they call a Jericho March. A Jericho March, 12 noon. Uh, the 5th, which is uh, tomorrow. And uh, for more details on that, it's called JerichoMarch.org. And then on Thursday at noon, another Jericho March around the U.S. Capitol. Uh, and that's also JerichoMarch.org. And then uh, finally, um, the uh, on the 5th, or I'm sorry, on the 6th, the event that is really the uh, encapsulating event, uh, just imagine a million or two and a half million or however many uh, in uh, it's called the ellipse park right next to the president's park near the white house. They're going to be gathering there uh, and the doors open actually at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. So that's three hours different from you on in, in, in San Diego. And that's at trumpmarch.com. But can you imagine all the senators and all the, the, uh, the congressmen that see this, group of, well, they're people, but group of 
shall we say, voters, that if they don't make the right decision, they're the time that they come up uh, for re-election, yep. this is a group of people that don't forget. I'm telling you that right That's now. We've right. forgotten. We've failed many times. Uh, we're not going to forget this time. And uh, a congressperson or a senator's job is going to literally be on the line if they do not hear the voice of the people who literally voted for Donald J. Trump. I mean, come on, Andrea. Right. Jay. Well, on. we yeah. The only reason why we've got 140 representatives from that from uh, House of Representatives that, are, that as well as depending on how you want to view it, uh, Josh Hawley and some other senators yes. saying that they're going to contest is because the the Trump voters have said exactly what you just said. You're either going to support our vote. We are 74 million Americans, and come you're on. either going to stand up for us and preserve preserve this country and preserve our free and fair elections or you're we're going to be we're, we're going to be done with you and you will be gone yes, yes, yes. and and yes, and yes, they yes. and and they're starting to believe it i think they i think they um tried to appease us i think they tried to swat us away like gnats buzzing around uh, the head of, of a horse and i think they're realizing and god bless every every person who is in dc right now uh whether yes. you're there as as part of the faith-based crew with kaz taylor yes. or you're just there you know for, for you know an atheist and you're there for, for political reasons because you support President Trump you're sending a message yes, yes, to yes, every yes, yes. one of these elected officials back there that they work for us dang it and you either do yes. the right thing and you preserve this great republic or we're going to get rid of you and you're you're not going to be preserved Kaz Taylor tell everybody how they can hear your show before we got to let you go well uh, come together San Diego broadcast on K-Praise AM 1210 FM 106.1 from 5 to 7 p.m. every Saturday and here's the very brief word I'm going to leave with you, my friends. Keep the faith. The scripture says, after having done all to stand. Have you done all? If not, then start doing all and pray and then trust God to fill all those gaps because we get to partner with him more than he is partnering with us. It's a joint agreement. Absolutely. Andrew K., bless Thank you. you, my Thank, friend. Thank we'll you, See you on the flip flop. Thank you so <laughs> much. Bye-bye. Yeah, you know, he's right about that. That's really the way it applies to every aspect of our lives, not just here, but everywhere is the way it should be. All right, uh, come on back because we got more to talk about. We've got to talk. We've got a few stories to talk about with the vaccinations. Um, somebody from San Diego is throwing his hat in the ring for governor, California. So come on back. More to talk about. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Are we ready? Yeah, we're ready. Oh, sorry. Lots of uh, behind-the-scenes <laughs> things going on. Here's the clip. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh or to shake my head. I guess I'm doing both. four times today and it still cracks me up you know what i i know i i asked to see the reason why we stumbled a little bit coming back because it was like over the break i asked potato skins if he could find this clip because we're coming off of kaz taylor right where we talked about christianity and they're trying to replace god with state so i'm like okay let, I, it just occurred to me we've got to go to this craziness today and the swearing in of the 117th congress in which first of all he's talking about the monolithic god of i don't even know what the heck he's talking about there i mean you might as well live in 
included a head of lettuce, right, in the in who you're worshiping there. That is the first thing, okay? Then, amen, and a woman. I mean, it's like a skit from the old In Living Color days. It just, it should have been Damon Wayans up there, right? Or I think I've heard it all now. I mean, this, <laughs> I mean, we can laugh at the absurdity of it. But these people are serious. In fact, Nancy Pelosi has actually introduced on Friday, they changed uh, the House Rules Committee. Uh, these In the proposed rules package for the incoming House, uh, it, it, quote, prioritizes ethics and accountability in the People's House. And it changes. Basically, what they did was, to make a long story short, and trying to come up with rules that you can't, it, you know, um, use nepotism and hire you know all your family members they use that as an excuse to include in the regs a change of language um to quote honor all gender identities by changing pronouns um for instance the proposed new rule states that seamen should now be called seafarers um in clause 8c3 um, we have, they're going to strike, uh, father, mother, son, daughter, brother, sister, uncle, aunt, first cousin, uh, nephew, niece, husband, um, step, stepsister. I mean, the list is like five sentences long of everything they're going to strike out, but it still doesn't cover everything. I mean, you know, um, you're going to, they're going to insert parent, child, sibling, parent, sibling, first cousin, siblings, child, da, da, da. Um, but in this article here, they used an example of how, you know, imagine a family having this conversation. I'll go to the phones. I know we've got a caller waiting. Oh, my parents. This is one person. I love this example here by this writer, who, whoever wrote this. This was a Western journal. He says, oh, my parents sibling can't make it tonight. Their gout is flaring up again. So then the other relative says, you mean you're talking about your Uncle Ted, right? Well, I'm not going to make assumptions about him. I mean, them, you know, we've never really talked about what they want to be called. I mean, would he, well, they get over the gout, you know, maybe, maybe we'll sit down. (laughs) It doesn't, this is, I mean, I think, you know, we can laugh about this and I think it is, it is important. It's insanity. it, It is important to use humor to highlight the insanity, but it literally is insane. And it's the kind of thing that because it's insane, the Republican Party kind of laughed off and did like we did. And it's and you can initially laugh, but then you can't shrug it off because you have to realize how this that is they're dead used, serious, that they're dead serious, not about caring about anybody and how their feelings are, but they're dead serious about using identity politics to further divide and further usher in, replace God with state and usher in their Marxist ideology, which is what's at stake on Wednesday. And Morgan... Uh, Madison Cawthorn, who is now going to be the youngest uh, member of Congress at 25, says we're going to talk about him in a minute. He says that uh, his election was a referendum on the establishment and how he thinks that he's going and says he's going to D.C. to fight against the establishment. But I think he's wrong in terms of 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 how he's identifying a, the Republican Party going forward as the Freedom Party. And we're going to talk a, a little bit about why, because as we go into 2021, as we continue to say we need to fight, we've got to make sure we're fighting to solve the right problems, not fighting to solve something that's not really a problem, that we're basically... 
uh, and what I think that this kid is planning to do is basically be suckered in uh, fighting on battles that the Democrats want him to fight on and ignoring the battles that we need to be fighting. So stay tuned for that discussion. In the meantime, I'm going to go to the phones. We've got Elaine uh, from San Diego on the line. She wants to weigh in. Hello, Elaine. Hi, Andrea. Cass Taylor covered just about everything I was going to say. But the thing is, people need to keep praying and believing Mm -hmm. and asking God in prayer and petition for the leader that we need, not the leader that some of us deserve. Also, all of these people that voted for the Biden-Harris ticket, Harris has trashed our state. People that live here, they can't see that. Um, We need to ask God to open their eyes, minds, and hearts to the truth of the matter. And anyone who voted for that Democratic ticket did not vote biblical values. My line in the sand is abortion, infanticide. You can vote. Oh, it's a women's health care. It's a constitutional right. What about the right of that unborn child? Mm -hmm. As someone who actually had an abortion decades ago, people that think that there aren't consequences Mm -hmm. are dead wrong. Mm -hmm. And um, it's not. I think um, I've interviewed Alveda King a few times and, you know, she's on record for having had abortions. I can't remember if she's had if it was the number she's had, but she she went public with it because she says that the idea that this is pro woman is so wrong and it and, and it and that it's not just the unborn child who's been slaughtered and who's been murdered but it's the woman's soul that has been as well and this also generational curses my mother's mother had two abortions and when some of us got pregnant they urged us they're going to ruin your life we got no counsel we went to a catholic hospital to get the abortions i'm one of seven children so like i wish my grandmother was still alive so i could tell her you had an opportunity to cut this generational curse and it didn't happen but if you're voting for the biden harris ticket you're voting for demonic values you're voting for non-biblical values if you call yourself a christian um, that's something that whoever voted for this ticket needs to really examine in their own heart and soul. But my, for me, and some of my friends call me crazy because I'm the first one to jump in to try and attack something and solve it. I believe that God is going to perform a miracle. I have nothing other than faith and my gut, my heart, and my head are telling me that we're going to get a miracle. And if God decides not to pull that miracle out, like I was telling the person that answered the phone, maybe Trump could have a home in California and be our governor. Uh, well, you know, it'd be a lot better. Be- a lot of issues. Well, it'd be a lot better than Gavin Newsom, and it would be a lot better than uh, Kevin Faulkner, who's decided to throw his hat in the ring after after seizing control of the convention center and, and turning it into a homeless encampment and spending $40 million to house 900 people. Um, that man and standing on a bullhorn on the beaches telling people that they're not allowed to sit on the beach over the summers and they could walk on the beach but not sit on the beach. I will fight you, Kevin Faulkner, as 
uh, here's where I go into Scarlett O'Hara. As God, speaking of God, as God is my witness, I'm going to fight everything that I can to keep Kevin Faulkner from becoming governor in this state. We have got to push for those that call themselves Republicans and conservatives to actually be that, Elaine. And they need to start fighting for the real uh, platforms uh, of, that they supposedly are for, and that is limited government, is individual uh, liberty, and it is also individual account- uh, accountability, and it's also pro-life. i got to leave it there, Elaine. Thank you okay, for calling, and God values. bless. Biblical Thank values. Biblical Do you values. have Jim Gallo's book, Well-Versed? I'm happy to send it to you. I don't have that. I have not read that. I will send it to you. Oh, I, I love you that. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thanks for all that you guys do. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a little break. We come back because I want to have time to get into um, this um, Madison Cawthorn story because I think, you know, we've got to think about as we fight going forward, regardless of what happens Wednesday, we've got an opportunity here, whether Trump ends up being inaugurated on the 20th or not, he's not going away. And we've got an opportunity to piggyback on the momentum of him in office and but we've got to be smart it's kind of like work work smart not hard we need to fight smart not hard stay tuned be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e you're listening to somebody who tells it like it is andrea k on the answer san diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrew K. Show. Uh, breaking news out of Georgia. Uh, state senators call on Pence to delay the January 6th electoral vote. A um, lot of pressure on Pence, differing opinions. You know, Scott Rasmussen last week said that it was really up to Pence. He did not have to open up the envelope and count any of the votes that came in uh, from the fraudulent states. There's also the competing electors where the Republicans, these are Republican-controlled legislatures in these states, and the Republicans specifically came in and said, we are casting our votes for President Trump and not the ones that were certified by these Democrat governors. So um, there's uh, you know, there was a lawsuit filed against Pence. And according to um, the uh, Kelly Ward, who's the head of the Republican Party in Arizona, she joined Louis Gohmert in this lawsuit and said that we filed this lawsuit because we wanted Vice President Pence to know his power, that he had the right to do this. This was done by Thomas Jefferson, by the way. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about Madison Cawthorn because a lot of conservatives are retweeting this out and they're super excited by this kid. You know, he was the young man at the RNC convention who just gave such a breathtaking speech. And then his friends came out and helped him stand from his wheelchair as he saluted the flag and just, I mean, just so articulate and just, uh, you know, of course, of course he's handsome. That goes without saying, you know, I hate to state the obvious, but he's quite good looking. (laughs) Uh, That helped with his electability no doubt when you're yummy um but he's getting a lot of play today from conservatives excited that he said my election was really a referendum on the establishment they're really sending me up here to fight against that he goes on to say that the republican party must change to make inroads with young voters who think the gop is angry and just says no there's a generational time bomb going off in the republican party my first quibble with him is that um, that anybody thinks the GOP is angry and just says no. I think that is a, mis, a, a, a misperception, a misconception of the Republican Party. Uh, president Trump won more young people. The president, the, where in the world, he's, what he's doing right there is actually giving credence to an allegation by the Democrats that is not rooted in reality. And you never win 
when you are defending against a false accusation. He's validating a false accusation. The Republic, how are we the party of no? That doesn't even make sense. That was, that was the allegation against the Republican Party when we had both houses of Congress and Obama was president. So he's using an old allegation that doesn't even make sense right now. Then he goes on to say, um, it, it, in fact, not only, it, let me finish up by the party of no. How, say no to what? We had, we've had the control of the Senate for two years, first two years of President Trump's. We had, we had both houses of Congress and we had the Senate and the White House. We didn't have to say no to anything. The only people saying no was John McCain saying no to, to the voters and the Republicans. So this doesn't even make sense. This isn't rooted in, any, in anything rational or, or real. He goes on to say that they've um, uh, failed to connect with this new generation, which is not true. You look at the work that Charlie Kirk has done. You look at the work that the Trump administration has done with Charlie Kirk and with other people to reach out to the millennials. We have more young people. You look at you look at that SAS, the student uh, that the turning point event that he had in Florida, of which this young man spoke. I mean, you know, the that Trump's Republican Party is bringing in more young people than ever. So he's absolutely wrong there. He says they failed to iterate the fact that we are the party of freedom. He says he wants a brand new Republican Party that's bold and inspirational. Um, that no longer the party that dodges thorny issues like health care and the environment. Oh man, the environment really. Yeah. So everything about this 25 year old is basically establishment. He says he's going there to fight the establishment and yet he's trotting out establishment narratives and establishment battles. He's not going there to further the Make America Great agenda. He's not going there to further the American First agenda. There is absolutely nothing America First. There is nothing rooted in truth, reality about the the uh, environmental hoax, the climate change hoax. Like it or not, Trump has changed the image of the Republican Party and the old Republican Party and what Trump stands for are not the same. This is this is an example of how and and I can't tell you how many conservatives were retweeting this kid today thinking, oh, yes, this is the future of the party. You've got to get into the details. You've got to really think about what people and really pay attention to the details and the minutia and read between the lines. He goes on to say that we're too hung up on social issues and, and should become libertarian on personal matters. We've. We've lost the culture war because the Republican Party refused to engage on the social issues. Now we've got five-year-olds in school being told they're 37 genders because we've had the Republican Party ignore the social justice issues. I don't care who's gay, he says. What a, what a completely out-of-touch, moronic comment. This has never been about caring about who anybody was having sex with. If you're saying that, you are completely off the mark with the cultural Marxist movement and how the left is using identity politics and the social justice issues of the day to completely destroy this country. And for you to be putting out there that you're going to fight the establishment by giving them what they want, which is not. We had them today say amen and a woman in Congress. This is what you get when you ignore the social justice movements. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths. A man and a woman. (laughs) You lost me, kid. You lost me. You need to be primaried. You are young. I don't know if it, it may not be about youth. 
it may be just, he may be a plant, but he is completely off the mark. I think age has anything to do with it. My new Republican Party is the old last four years Republican Party, and it's the Trump Party, and it ain't anything at all to do with what this kid is pushing. He's wrong. Pay attention to who you rally with. We're going to be rallying back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all.